Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Journey to Success Radio. It is conducted by Tom Tutal Cunningham out of Toronto. Tom, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your radio show and host. I had the pleasure of speaking with Juan Polito. We're going to do a great interview, share a little bit about what he's doing and where he's going and how you can get involved. So uh, real quick, me, I am a mindset coach out of Pittsburgh with a company called Results From Thinking. I'm the president. I work with a gentleman named Jim Shorty, who is a very successful entrepreneur within Pittsburgh uh, in the car industry. He had he went from one dealership that was failing, he now has seven dealerships. His success is predicated on Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and our coaching is based off of that philosophy, and we've helped a lot of people. If you're interested, you can go to resultsfromthinking.com and check us out. I want to introduce Juan right now, and I'm going to read his bio, so bear with me. I'm of the stage of wearing glasses at this point. Juan served eight years in the United States Marine Corps. He knows what it takes to meet challenges head-on with a positive can-do attitude. The lessons that Juan has learned through his experiences have helped to enhance his health coaching and personal training practice. Juan has gone from running marathons to winning his pro card as a bodybuilder in the men's master's physique division at the age of 54. You do not look at the age of 54. This spectrum of accomplishments means that he has a wide understanding of fitness and nutrition, as well as the firsthand experience of a competitor. Juan is a certified personal trainer through the American College of Sports Medicine and a certified health coach through the Health Coach Institute. He's a co-founder of Whole Body Health International and is committed to revitalizing lives through health, fitness, and nutrition coaching. He's a firm believer that anyone is capable of transforming their desires. Juan, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here, Chad. Absolutely. We're going to jump right in. Uh, okay. You have a great story. We've met before and we've talked some, yeah. uh, so I got to know you a little bit. First question I have for you, and I'm reading notes. My apologies. How long have you been a personal trainer, and sort of what age did you transition? I've been a personal trainer now. Well, actually, I've been a personal trainer for the majority of my adult life, but I've been a certified personal trainer okay. for about three years now. All right. And trans- made the transition at the age of 51. Spent 20 years in education. You know, okay. I was in the Marine Corps, went to school, got out of school, went into education. Decided to make a transition. I wanted to take two things that I love to do. One is to teach, okay. and the other one was to, you know, work out, be physically active. Right. And combined the two, and combining the two led me to personal training. The journey's been kind of neat. It's, you know, not many 
people making the transition into personal training in their 50s. Right. So part of the message that I, I bring to my demographic is it's never too late. You know, you're never too old. And it just gets more and more exciting as you go along. Absolutely. I bet you that transition was a difficult one to do because you were a, you taught for a number of years. Right. I taught Spanish. I was a Spanish teacher. I taught at Carter Community College, North Carolina. Okay. Well, part of the transition also was moving from North Carolina here to Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. And that came about because I have aging parents. Okay. And uh, we moved up to, you know, to help take care of them. So starting all over, you know, in, in every regard. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it was challenging, you know, at first, moving into a new place. You don't know anybody. Right. Nobody knows you. Right. You have a piece of paper that has, says your credentials, but, you know, nobody knows what you know. So uh, it, was, it was taking a step of faith, really, in a lot of ways. One of the things Napoleon Hill talks about in his book is when you find a passion and you get obsessed to go after it, mm -hmm. oftentimes the people closest to you in your life are the ones with the intent to protect you, right. discourage you from going after it. And mm -hmm. I bet you you kind of got some, some of that in your um, transition, especially at your stage, saying, what are you doing? Why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, why are you doing that? Friends. Friends are like, you know, like, what are you thinking? You they know? mean well. Yeah, they do. They do. Family was very supportive. Good. Yeah. My brother, my parents, they were very supportive. Charlotte, who is the most amazing woman I've ever met in my life, and I am so blessed. You need to marry her. I should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. You no. did. <laughs> no, she is just incredible. And she was has been just the greatest supporter I've had in this awesome. whole journey. But it also helps that she's a certified personal trainer. I think so. And yeah. It's uh, been an adventure for both of us. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm excited for you. I know we actually have two common clients. Mm -hmm. The one actually, someone that I've known for a number of years that I worked with, working with her says, you need to meet Juan. Uh -huh. you, you know, so you're working with her from a personal training standpoint. Right. I'm working with her kind of going after you know, professional goals or her sales goals. She's like, you guys are talking the same language you know, <laughs> as if you studied out of the same material and you two need to meet. And we did. We and did. It, yeah. was a, it was an incredible conversation. Yeah. It's interesting to me that when you step into this realm of sort of a positive mental attitude, mm -hmm. and Napoleon Hill talks a lot about that, who you, who you connect with, you know, because often that's not the norm for society. Right. Oftentimes, you're kind of picked off because you're always positive. You know, people yeah. kind of get tired of you being positive. But when you connect and you find those people that have that same mindset, well, it's almost like you see the are, Yeah, these people are drawn. drawn to you're drawn to yes. each other. Yes, yeah. laws of attraction. Exactly. Say, right? Yeah. And it's fun. Uh, I met a lady yesterday, and she sent me an email as a follow-up saying, it's great to connect with positive people mm -hmm. in this way. And, and so we have a, uh, a nice relationship starting out yeah. from a professional sense. So looking forward to it. So let's see. Um, so why health coaching? Well, health coaching was the next logical progression for me. Okay. I was looking for something to get a little deeper in the area of nutrition. Not, not knowing that health coaching was actually a thing. Okay. But a couple of years ago, I was having coffee with a friend. And we got on the subject of life coaching. You know, I asked him, I said, do you think that that's doable? And he said, yeah, why not? You know, look into it. But, I, you know, back burner, yeah. kept doing what I was doing. After the transition into personal training, after the move up here, 
Charlotte and I are driving back to North Carolina for a visit, just going down there for a weekend. And on the way, we begin to talk about, you know, a couple of years ago, I had this life coaching conversation. It seems to be coming up in my mind all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about this some more. By the time we got to North Carolina, I had enrolled in a health coaching course. Awesome. I did it all on my phone. You know, I was like, I Googled it on the phone, looked around, found HCI, called them. We talked for about 20 minutes on the drive. drive down, By the end of that, I was given a credit card number and said, enroll me, this sounds great. And part of it was because I had just read a book about, well, the title of the book was The Power of Habit. Yes. And that was a big thing. And you know, that going through my mind, transformation, those were two things, two words that kept like, you know, yeah. reoccurring in my thoughts. And in my conversation with the people from HCI, one of the first things they said, well, a health coach is a master of habit change. I was like, oh, ding, that's good, keep talking. Right. So they get talking and they said, well, we use a transformational coaching method. So those were the two words right there that were you know, like playing over and over again yeah. in my mind. So I thought, well, this is it. This is where I'm investing my money. This is where I'm investing myself. And it, and it pairs with fitness training. Oh yeah, absolutely. Perfectly. Yeah, it does. And I'm learning, unfortunately, later in life that nutrition has so much more to do with your health. Oh, absolutely. Huge. More so than I was ever taught growing up. Yeah, it's huge. I had no idea either. And the more you dig into it, the more you find out that, you know, I tell clients now, I, they come to me and they want to go through a transformation, you know? Yeah. And I tell them, okay, well, great. 20% of that transformation is going to take place here in the gym. 80% is going to take place in your kitchen. Are you ready for that com that commitment? Because it is. It, it's We overlook the importance of nutrition in our lives. And I mean, to a cellular level, what we eat affects us. Right. You know, It's worth looking into. It's worth taking the time to consider, am I eating the foods that I need to be eating? If you're constantly tired and you know if you're bloating, if you don't have the energy that you need to make it through the course, you should be able to get up in the morning and have enough energy to take you straight through till bedtime and not have that that like two, three o'clock in the afternoon when everybody's like, oh, I need to get some that coffee right now yeah. because it's lights out right now yep. if I don't. Yep. You know, you should that shouldn't be a part of your dynamic. And a lot of people accept it. Oh, yeah. They sort yeah. of, uh, I'm older, I need to get in the gym, I need to work out more. Right, uh, yeah. The stress or whatever else. And that's another thing, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. I need to work out more. Charlotte says, you can't out-train a bad diet, right? That's good. All that working out, all that energy, all that, you know, that you're putting into it. And I commend people who come in here and do it day in and day out, and they work hard. But they're not seeing the changes that they are looking for because they haven't addressed the area of nutrition. Right. Address that. And you'll see huge changes. Yeah. I bet you when you have a new client and they come in, they want to work out, and you have that conversation, and say twenty percent is here and eighty percent is at home. Right. They might get cold feet because I would assume mentally mm -hmm. they've accepted the fact that they're going to get up and come in to the Y or your gym early in the morning. Right. But now you're telling them I have to be smart about what I buy, what I eat, what yep. I prepare. And the frequency of eating all plays a factor, the volume that you yeah. eat, and uh, how often you eat kind of thing. And what you eat. Yeah, it is, it is a little daunting at first when you hear that, right? So what we do is we take a client from the very beginning. The first thing we do is we sit them down and we talk. We have a 
It's almost an hour-long conversation. And we do that for two reasons. We want to know that we can work with the client, and we want to make sure that the client feels that they can work with us. Okay. Right? So by the end of that conversation, we have a good grasp on that. But one of the things that we do during that conversation is, you know, the 2080, right? Yep. But we also help to equip them with the right mental attitude right from the very beginning. And we start with visualization. Okay. We start with getting them to look at a future version of themselves. I'll say, okay, 90 days from today, what are your goals? What would you like to see happen? Okay. And then I have them create that image in their mind of this is what I'm going to look like 90 days from today. Right. Right. And then we take them step by step. We have them step up, you know, stand up, and they say, okay, so that's, that's the vision. That's the end. That's what you want, right? That's attainable. But what's your first step? And they'll take, and, and I said, now, once you understand what that first step is, I want you to step into that first step. So now they're visualizing that first step. They step into the first step. The first step is coming to the gym, showing up for their first workout. Right. Right? So what do you think your second step is going to be right, after that? When we go back to the idea of nutrition, well, I have to step into my kitchen now, and I have to decide what it is that I'm going to put into my body so that it fuels my workouts, but it also gets me to the goal that I want to achieve. So we take them through a series of steps, asking these questions. Right? When we get to the last step, they know whether they're committed or not to doing this. And they know whether they're committed physically, in the gym, as well as in the kitchen. Right, mentally in the kitchen. Yeah. And this is within the first two hours that you sit down and yeah. sort of evaluate. Right, right. So, and that's interesting. Do you find that they discover quickly that they, they're in for more than they bargained for, kind of? Like, some people just have the mindset, right. if I come into the gym, my life improves, I get healthier. Right. And a lot of people, especially like from New Year's resolutions, I think the percentage is like 8 sure. to 12 percent uh -huh. succeed in carrying out a New Year's resolution. Right. A lot of that has to do with the fact that it's not at the cellular level. It's mm -hmm. not built into the subconscious yet that this is going to be their lifestyle. Right. Uh, they just know that they need to do it and consciously they say, I'm going to do this. But the reality is the habits don't change. Right. And soon they find that they're not going to the gym and they keep paying for the gym, right? Because mm -hmm. that doesn't stop. <laughs> but what you're saying is, and it sounds like you have a unique setup for people, that if they partner with you, you will help them change at the subconscious level. You will help them change Absolutely. at yeah. the core. Mm -hmm. So this becomes a lifestyle versus just another activity or task. Right. Like, yeah. A lot of people come to a personal trainer because they're event driven. Okay. My daughter's getting married. I need to get in shape. You know, I have coming. to get into the dress. High school reunion, college reunion. <laughs> you know, those are big ones, right? That's a couple one coming up. <laughs> or, you know, it's summer's coming and I got to throw the bathing suit yeah, on. You yeah. know? So it's event-driven, event -driven, right? Right. We, we work very hard at changing the mindset from event-driven to lifestyle. Okay. And uh, hopefully we get the message across. But... I want them to think not just 90 days. I want them to think five years from now, 10 right. years from now, right. down the road, when you're in your 50s, when you're in your 60s, when you're in your 70s. Right. You know, quality of life. There's a great quote by St. Augustine. The quote is, the glory of God is a man fully alive. Right. So the big question is, what does it mean to be fully alive? And only the individual can answer that question. It's a very unique question right. to the individual. Right. right. So only you can answer what it means to you. 
My role is to help you be physically and mentally able to be fully alive as time passes. Yeah. Right? Right. So I'm not just going to give you stuff that's going to get you through 90 days or to the wedding or the reunion or the beach. I'm going to give you the stuff that you need that when you retire and you reach the, you know, no kids in the house anymore, everybody's right. gone, it's right. you and your wife, live your life to the fullest. Now. Right. Absolutely. Now they, I used to hear life begins in your 50s. <laughs> well, hey, for me, it has. <laughs> you know, I am having the time of my life right now. This is awesome. Because I have all this energy, and I can do stuff that 20, 30-year-olds can't do. Right. I learned it as, as a discipline. I learned it as a mental state. I learned the nutrition aspect now more than, than before, so that has enhanced every aspect of, of my, you know, my life. So. I was uh, prior military as well. Uh -huh. The role that I played did not require a physical side to it. I was in an asylum, mm -hmm. um, a lot of sitting, like a lot yeah. of awake time. But I obviously went through the military training, the boot camp, sure. and was conditioned for the moment. Mm -hmm. And it was up to me to carry it on. And at different times I did, I, I ran a marathon, I ran a couple of halves uh, for charity. Yeah. And then, so now when it comes down to me, and you're talking about life events, two more years, I'll turn 50. Okay. And welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. <laughs> and a friend of mine, was, I was talking to him, and he says, when he, he was approaching 50, and he looked at himself in the mirror and said, I'm not turning 50 this way. Mm -hmm. And he started working out. He started eating right. And he got in incredible shape. He's, he's, he looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's probably 52 now. And he goes, I'm not, I'm, I'm healthier now than when I was. I wish when I was in my 30s and 40s, mm -hmm. I had the mindset that I'm desiring now yeah. because I, I accepted his challenge. When I turn 50, I'm not going to be this way. Not that I'm in horrible shape or ill health, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I'm not doing this. And when I turned 50, so I found this website. It's called uh, futureme.org. Okay. So you can go to futureme.org and you can actually message yourself via email in the future. Hey, Chuck, did you hit your goal? You know, are you slacking? Did you, you know, I yeah. did my role. Are you doing your, whatever you want to tell yourself. So I just yeah. did it the other day. Actually, nice. yesterday. When I turned 50, I have specific goals in my statement. My statement stems from thinking go rich of what my life is. Mm -hmm. As you indicated, you're helping clients see themselves in that role. Yeah. And obviously, I don't work with you. I wish you were close. We could remedy that. We could <laughs> remedy that. <laughs> We can remember that. If someone's listening and they want to partner with you, at least ask questions. What's your sure. website? Uh, WBHINTL.com. That's WholeBodyHealthInternational.com. WBHINTL.com. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. I love the fact that you really partner with someone and you just don't provide them a basic service. You go well above that. So you have contributed into this awesome book, Journeys to Success. Mm -hmm. This is a book series. They're getting ready to launch their 10th book. I think this is, this is volume six, but I think it's the ninth book they put out. And you put your story in there. Yes, I did. What made you want to uh, contribute a story in a book like this? Which, by the way, number one international bestselling yes. author in Amazon. So congratulations on that one. That's incredible. You and all these other authors. Uh, this is a book put together by Tom Cunningham, Brad Zollis, and uh, John Wesley. Mm -hmm. Awesome group. Awesome book. you got to look it up on Amazon. What compelled you to, to contribute to this? Well... 
number of things. When we first met, yeah, you had mentioned Think and Grow Rich, mm -hmm. and I had to that point had not read the book, but was very familiar with a lot of the material from the book because it's it's widespread. Yeah. So at some point, if you've ever listened to a motivational speaker at any time in your life, chances are they have addressed certain aspects of Think and Grow Rich. You're right. So I read the book. I got it, and I read it, and uh, Charlotte's reading it, and together we're kind of highlighting and really putting together an action plan for the different chapters as, as we go through it. You know, I'm big on visualization. I'm big on, on seeing the possibility. For the longest time, I had the desire to write, but never really thought I had something to say. Okay. Or finding my voice, if you will, as yeah. a writer. Yeah. Uh, the opportunity comes up. You know, would you contribute a chapter to this book? And I immediately jumped at it, not having a single clue as to you know what I was going to write, what I was going to. But I knew that it would be there. Yeah. You know, I knew that there was enough in me that if I tapped into that, it would emerge. Right. Right. Uh, and that's what I did. I just applied some of the principles from Think and Grow Rich, and really kind of focused on my energy on, on getting this done. I sat down to write, and at first, nothing. You know? <laughs> I, 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 I can appreciate that, because I did the same thing, because I contributed to an earlier chapter of this. But the cool thing is, like, everyone has a story. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about your transition to where you're at, sort mm -hmm. of restarting life, and the fact that you're more vibrant now and passionate than ever. Right, and, yeah. You know, you found your spot found your place mm -hmm. and the work that you do with people and helping people. You know, your uh, chapter is called A Journey of Transformation. Chapter 12, by the way. Yeah. A Journey of Transformation. You talked about, you wrote about running the marathon. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the challenges the there. Yeah. The preparation, the challenges. I don't mean to harp on the on Think and Grow Rich so much. But, oh, no. Absolutely. But the thing, the thing is, is that anybody who wants to accomplish anything that is really going to push the limits intellectually, physically, what have you, will at some point be implementing aspects of that book, whether they know it or not, whether Correct. they you know they purposely do it because they read it and they're purposely applying these principles, right. or it's uh, it's almost like it's intuitive, unconscious confidence. Yeah, they exactly. do the principles, but they don't know necessarily that it's lined up. Yeah, perfectly with with uh, thinking original. Yeah, or books like that. Charlotte's, like I said, she's, she's reading it, and on occasion she'll come and she'll say, you know, I didn't know that this was a principle, but yeah. I've been doing this, yeah. you know? As a runner, anyone who wants to run a marathon, you that's a big challenge, you know? So you have to train your body, but not only is your body needing the training, your mind needs the training as oh, yeah. well. Because oh, yeah. it gets, everyone will hit the wall. I don't care if you're an elite runner or not, you know, you'll hit the wall at some point. Yeah. And it's at that point it becomes more mental than it is physical. Right. You know? So things, and I, I wrote in the book about, again, affirmation. Mm -hmm. I had to talk myself through the roughest parts of the race. I got to the point where I, you know, I went to the corner, to, to the curb, to sit down. And this was not my first marathon. Uh, but this was the first time that I felt like that. And I'm walking over to the corner to sit down, and I'm like, I'm not going to finish this one. You know? So I talked about remembering why. Why did I start this? Yep. You know, and the power that exists in knowing why, not just oh, doing absolutely. something, you know? And then 
the, the statements of affirmation to get me back on my feet and get me moving again. And with every step from that point forward, that affirmation helped with the next step, you know? Right. So I had to keep speaking to myself. I had to keep telling myself who I was, reminding myself of what I was capable of, reminding myself that, hey, you've done this before. You can do it again. Right. Reminding myself of what was waiting for me at the end. Right. I, so I kept, you know, and this is usually around mile 20, 21 of the race. When That's where I got hammered. Well, you know, yeah, you hit the wall, yeah. you know. But one of the other things I talked about there, too, was, you know, my son shows up just at the right time. Wow. Yeah, and I hear, you know, in the distance, I hear, Dad, Dad, and I look up, and there he is, you know. Now, something I didn't write about in the book was he shows up with uh, packets of, they're called gel packs, yeah. you know, concentrated yeah. carbohydrates, right? I had left them, and usually, and in all my training, I would take one packet every six miles, yeah. right? Well, I had left them in the car, forgot totally about, you know, it was hotter than normal. I had overtrained getting ready for this race because I really wanted to, you know, kill my time. Yeah. I wanted to have the best time ever, right? So, and then I need the gel packs. So he shows up with the gel packs. But looking at him reminded me of why yeah. I, I signed up for that particular race. Right. So between his appearance there, affirmation, and then knowing the why and moving forward, and knowing that I wasn't doing it alone. One of the coolest things about uh, endurance running, and I'm sure you know this too, at any given endurance event, you find people that are running at about the same pace that you are. Yep. And you click. And you click. You start a conversation. Yep. You know? And by the time the race is done, that's your best friend. Absolutely. You know? And they'll sense if you're slowing down and they'll encourage you. Oh, yeah. And they'll motivate you. Yeah. You know? Apply this to life. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and these skills that you're talking about, you know, the affirmations and the positive thinking and the why. Why is huge. It is. If you don't understand why you're doing something, I think it might be short-lived. Mm -hmm. if, but if you if you think about why, why do I want to be healthy? Why do I want to walk you know, my daughter down the aisle? I mm -hmm. want to be around for my grandkids and take them on hikes and fishing. Sure. Yeah. I want to you know, retire and, and move to the beach with my wife. Mm -hmm. And spend the you know, rest of our years just kind of sitting on this, you know, whatever it is, that will be the motivator when things get tough. And things right. will get tough. Yeah. And the difference between someone, you know, everyone experiences that wall in life or in a run mm -hmm. or with their fitness, you know, they, but it's that mindset that's going to push them through. And when you focus on the reason you're even in it in the first place, your son, mm -hmm. right? It drives her. It does. When I wrote my story, it was about a bicycle ride from Washington, D.C. to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. It was a 335-mile bike ride. Hot day. Yeah. I'm hauling gear. I'm out of water. I'm exhausted. Like, I've never experienced a craving for water mm. and what it starts to do to your body until yeah. that moment. And Ogbandino has a phrase, if I had it right, if I'm saying it right, uh, I will persist until I succeed. I will persist until I succeed. And I kept saying that over and over and over mm -hmm. again in my head. And then I started actually saying it out loud. And I'm bicycling, you know, my wife's with me and uh, friends are with us. And I'm, I'm in a mental, personal struggle as I ride with that. Yeah. And I remember uh, they were going to stop, take a break. And I'm like, I'm not stopping. And I kept riding. Mm -hmm. And I actually encouraged them to, like, you know, grab a drink of their water that they had. Right. And they kept and riding. Kept but it's what you say, it's it's. Your mind has more of an influence of your success than anything you do, whether it's work, 
relationships, physical challenges, mm -hmm. then your body. Absolutely. Your right. mind will determine, yeah. you know, before your body says I'm out, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a, I think uh, there's a there's a Marine Corps, and I think I told you about this. There's a Marine Corps uh, phrase about forty percent. You did, yeah. And I can't remember you, you have whatever whenever you say I'm done, mm -hmm. you probably have forty percent more, more. more. Yeah. and they'll just push it that much further, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool story. If uh, yeah. you, if you get a chance, look it up. Journeys to Success uh, on Amazon. This is the number one international bestseller. Juan is in this one as well as a, a number of other. Let me just great, say before you go on. Um, Authors, yes. About the why. Mm -hmm. I, I think I wrote it in there. If your why is shallow, you'll fail. Yeah. And usually when someone comes and you ask them, well, why do you want to do something? They give you a very superficial answer. So it becomes something that if you really want to see someone succeed, you have to peel the layers of that why until you get to the main motivating factor behind why they really want to And do I remember this. you telling me this when you uh, work with a client. Yeah. You you dig deep to figure out, to get to the core. Right. I'll have a client come in and I'll say, well, why do you want to do this? And they'll say, well, I'm going to lose weight. Okay, well, why? Well, um, because I want to get healthy. Okay, great. That's wonderful. I'm glad you want to get healthy. Why do you want to get healthy? You know, well, because uh, I'll feel better. That's awesome. I love the fact that you want to feel better. Why is that important to you? You know, and we keep asking these questions yeah. uh, because we want to get down to the core of, uh, you know, There's what something is the, in there. Yeah, what is the thing that's really going to motivate you? And sometimes it's just a matter of, well, you know what? I don't have any confidence. And I think that if I could do this, It'll help me regain confidence, and that confidence is going to make me more productive at work. Right. And if I'm more productive at work, then I may get that promotion. And if I get that promotion, and then it becomes this, like, oh, yeah, this domino effect of all these positive things that can yeah. happen. And know? that reality is so much different than that first thing to say, I just want to lose weight. Exactly. Yeah. So it's important to know the why, but peeling the layers down, too. And, and then, you, you know, you kind of got to feel your way through that. Sure. Like, Okay, I think this is the real reason you're doing it. And let's go with that. Oftentimes, if you're in a conversation with someone, you working with a client, because I'll see it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say, you know, why do you want this goal? Why do you want to achieve this? Why do you mm -hmm. want a certain dollar amount? If you dig deep enough, which oftentimes a lot of us don't, you know, I, I challenge my clients, maybe you do the same. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Yeah. It's one yeah. thing to think of it in your head. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have to be specific in your brain. You have the concept, but until you write it down, it has to be succinct, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not until you write it out, then you discover flaws or you fill in the gaps or you discover, you know, the deeper meaning to it, but their face will light up mm -hmm. when they hit upon it, you know, yeah. you know, vacation with your family. What does that mean? And they'll just, you know, yeah. I, as a kid, I re, you know, those are the days I remembered with my dad. And, mm -hmm. You know, I have two young ones and I'm providing, you know, whatever it is. And they just light up and you, know, you can't stop the behavior sure. yeah. or the uh, nonverbal. So they yeah. just smile. And There's you a hit physical it, you know, response. You yeah. know, you hit it. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's great. And you do that with uh, with your clients. Again, your website's wbhintl.com. Correct. So you can go on his yep. website and check that stuff out. Let's see. What's been your biggest obstacle and how did you overcome it? My biggest obstacle, believe it or not, was believing that I was enough. What do you mean by that? I always 
you know, like I would push myself to do things. But the motivating factor behind why I was pushing myself to do this was to kind of prove to people that I was enough. Yeah. You know, that I was sufficient in and of myself. Yeah. So the hardest thing for me to really grasp was the fact that I am enough, just as just as I am, who I am. I don't have to prove anything, I don't you know. And some of that stems back, and we talked about this, some of this stems back to my relationship with my dad. And feeling like I was never yeah. You know, never, yeah, enough for him. Yeah. And I, I, you brought it up, though. You were the one that said, you were a Marine, huh? And I was like, yeah. And so you ran marathons, huh? Yeah. And then, so where's your dad in all this? <laughs> it's like, oh, probably from day one. Probably you know, in the back of Yeah, in the back of my mind. Why are you doing this? And I thought I was doing it for me. Yeah. But I was doing it to get approval. But coming to terms with that and then moving forward from that. Now, my dad and I have a great relationship. We didn't used to have that relationship. We had this conversation. You know, I, I, I went to him and I said, hey, most of my adult life, the things that I've accomplished, the things I've done, I've come back to you and said, hey, I did this, I did this, I did this. Because I wanted to hear, you know, oh, well done, I'm so proud of you, because it, you know, right. I was measuring my self-worth by your affirmation. Your affirmation. Yeah. And, and the funny thing was, it's like I never really got that from him, you know? So I brought it up in the conversation as well, and you know, he said, I have always been proud of you. I have always been proud of what you've accomplished, you know, and all of those things. And he said, and I will always be proud of you. But he said, if you never did any of those things, I would have loved you and been, been proud, you know, just the same. And that meant a lot, you know, to hear those words from you. you. Yeah, it's, it, it settled it, you know? So. Overcoming that has been the biggest obstacle. And I don't know how many people out there have had these experiences like that. You know, going back to my why in my relationship with my dad. Yeah. And now, from a different perspective, though, addressing the whys in my life, I think it's going a little deeper now. And I'm realizing more and more how my life has changed, and especially over the past three years. Huge changes in my life over the past few years. Not just physically, yeah. in every area of my life. You know, so. I hope it's more of part of your journey. You hear a lot of people, and I just said it earlier, when I turn 50, I'm not going to be mm -hmm. in, I'm going to be in much better condition. And oftentimes you hear as people become older, they become wiser, and they yeah. make life-changing decisions that you know they, they no longer deal with the BS, they no longer deal with public opinion, they're going to live their life. Yeah. And I wish I discovered that when I was in my 20s, my 30s, right? Mm -hmm. um, my 40s. And so I, you know, challenge anyone listening to this interview, don't wait till your back's against the wall to make a change. Right, yeah. Don't wait until you look at life's um, realities that says, you know, I need to, you know, you get a diagnosis and now you decide to make a health change. Mm -hmm. Don't wait for those. No, don't. You know, take action now. Yeah. Uh, I work with Jim, he talks a lot about 20 years from now, in the mail, you're gonna get one of two boxes, you know, and the first box is rewards mm -hmm. and the other box are penalties. And it can focus on health, wealth, love, happiness, spirituality. What are you gonna receive? What are you doing now 
to generate the penalties box that you're setting yourself up for 20 years from now yeah. versus, you know, taking appropriate actions, you know, he, uh, every time matters, right? Mm -hmm. And every day is a new day. So you kind of have a reset, 24 hour reset. Right. And you know, what's my eating today? What's my sleep habits today? What's my exercise routines today? And in the scheme of things, one day, it doesn't really impact anything. I mean, if you eat horrible food, you might feel horrible a little bit, Yeah. but it, no big deal. Tomorrow you can change it. But if you have a bunch of those days, mm -hmm. 20 years from now, you're going to have the penalties arriving at your doorstep, right? Right. Yeah. But each day matters. Each day uh, you get a, a fresh start. Tomorrow's script is not written. Correct. Yeah. And what do you want your life to look like? Uh -huh. And and then start building it from day day in and day out and, yeah. uh, and and move forward. Subconsciously, we are all conditioned by our experiences and the people in our life. Mm -hmm. uh, from the from the time we were a toddler uh, to the thousands of times we were told no, to how we were dressed, what we were told to eat, to how we were taught in schools, right. uh, how our parents interacted with us, how our siblings interacted, friends. That created who you are that has more of an influence on your actions and the results that you get in your life. Mm -hmm. And when people struggle with the results that they're getting in their life, either struggling relationships, poor wealth, poor performance at work, and they want better, but they can't figure it out. Right. Yeah. They have to realize that it's, it's their conditioning. And if they, if they change it at the core, mm -hmm. you know, look at the results. I don't like these results. Don't look at the behavior. All right, I'm going to start working out. That's a conscious thought. Go to yeah. what's underlying. Like you said, mm -hmm. you did all these incredible things in your life. You did them, not your father. Right. But you did it possibly for the seeking out the the yeah, affirmation from yeah. your father mm -hmm. to say, you know, job well done. Yeah. But you, you discovered it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think also there's a timing element to it. There's a, yeah. uh, you know, if you would have discovered it sooner, it may not have been as much of an impact to you. If you had an opportunity to write, you know, your story mm -hmm. uh, in a book earlier, you know, 10 years ago. Oh, no. It's it a totally different not, story. Yeah, yeah, it may not have been impactful to yeah. you, but the timing was right. So I think yeah. those are factors as well. So Juan, where do you go from here? From here, well, we are venturing out in some new areas with Whole Body Health International. Okay. Up to now, it's been, the focus has been nutrition, weight loss, fitness, but we're stepping into other areas now. We're just putting together a protocol for people who deal with depression. Huge. And you know, the one of the best things you could do for depression, exercise. Yeah. You know? There's just a huge list of other things that are available to you that are I mean, you don't have to put a ton of money into feeling better, you know? So it's uh it's basically gonna be like a, a twelve session, you know, a program where we teach about nutrition, that's gonna be consistent. We teach about nutrition, we teach about fitness because those things are very important to how you feel. Right. Right. But we also talk about gratitude. We talk, talk about, a lot about mindfulness. Yep. You know, the importance of slowing down and really learning how to absorb all the good that's happening around you, you know? So we do things like what went well, you know, an exercise for the next seven days as you go to bed. I want you to write down what went well that day. Yeah. And then think about it for a minute and write down why it went well. And then just be grateful for the event. And then the next day you keep doing it and start, sh start shifting your mind from focusing on what didn't go well, all the right. negative things right. and starts to train your mind to look at 
you know, the things that are positive. What's the term is, I think, neuroplasticity. Yes. You know, rewiring your brain. Yeah, so that's something new that we're doing. We're adding that to, to the resources that we have now. The more, as we find out what the needs are, as we find out, you know, what really works with who we are as whole body health, then we'll be adding more things of that, you know, along those lines. Our goal is to revitalize lives, you know? And I think that I have a connection with my demographic, people in their 50s, people in their 40s, who, you know, have gotten to this stage in their life and they might not be fit. You know, they want to get in shape, but the mistake that they make is they start with a workout plan that is designed for a 20-year-old. Right. And our bodies don't operate that way any anymore. You know, I can't work out like I did when I was in my 20s. And I've had to learn that. A lot of guys that I, I deal with at the gym are constantly talking about, you know, my shoulder this, my back that, you know, all these things. And I'm like, well, what workout are you doing right now? And well, it's the same one I did when I was in high school playing football. You know, and they're 50 years old. I'm going, this is not going to work, dude. That's why your shoulder is shot, you know? Teaching people, uh, which is a passion of mine, you know, as an educator, background in education, bringing it all together, giving resources. I want to see people live life to the fullest. Right. You know, I think my greatest joy is watching you accomplish all of your goals, you know, having your life completely fulfilled in every area. So, yeah, that's what's next for us. I love that. That's awesome. Oftentimes you'll go to a gym if you're a new member, and the first thing they'll teach you is how to use the equipment. Yeah. The first thing you do is learn where they're at and where they want to go, mm-hmm. even before you get into, let me show you how to use the equipment. That's more yeah. applicable. And that, the thing about the 20s, yeah, that was, that, that was tough to figure out. <laughs> I'm not the same person that I was uh, a number of years ago, so... I had to get smart on that. Juan, it was a pleasure talking to you again. Same your uh, your website again is wbhintl.com. Very cool. wbhintl.com. If you want to connect with Juan, ask questions, possibly get involved with what he's doing uh, with his business, how you can get healthy mentally and physically, reach out to Juan and his wife. Tom, I want to thank you for allowing us to be on Journey to Success Radio. Yes, thanks, Tom. Again, I'm Chuck Molina, ResultsFromThinking.com, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.